0: welcome to Theology in a the Wild, the podcast of New York Theological Seminary, where we sit down with theologians, practitioners, and thought leaders to discuss how theology intersects with our everyday lives. My name is Santia Briggs, and I will be your host. Today is a very special day on Theology in a the Wild podcast. It is day one Episode one. And our very special guest is Dr. Rafael Reyes, a New York Theological Seminary Professor of Constructive Theology, also an NYTS grad. Uh, Dr. Reyes's work deals with the role of imagination and process thought play and the work of religious pluralism. His dissertation was Open Receptacles, Imagination and Continental, and Process Thought and the Opening of Religious Pluralism, exploring the roles of both imagination and relationality in discussions on religious pluralism and dialogue. We welcome to Theology in the Wild, Dr. Rafael Reyes. And so our first topic, our very first discussion we're going to have on Theology in the Wild is Theology versus Religiosity, and we thought, Dr. Reyes, you, like, are the perfect person to have this conversation with an honor to be one of your first guests
1: it's an honor to have you um and so our first topic today is uh we position religiosity versus theology and uh, we felt like dr reyes was an excellent person to discuss this with and we're just gonna have some fun and um dr s just when you saw that title what I said oh this is a fun you topic <laughs> um,
2: you know it it could be something negative it could be something positive just unknowns but there's there's something i I say there's something uh that lures us to that word um that we often just don't uh, take the time to break it down, and 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 maybe there are some questions. Well, is it like theology? Um, is it something that we should be pursuing religiosity, um, or is it bad? Mm-hmm. You know, and so uh, you know, just right off the right. bat, you know, those those two um, are just interesting topics. And I and I would also introduce a third word in there, uh, but that we could talk more about that later.
1: All right, okay. I look forward to this third word. Uh, so for me, you know as we were sitting around trying to come up with topics that we thought would be interesting and, and thought provoking. Uh, I said religiosity, like it sounds very provocative, but you know, when I actually like, let me look at the definition, essentially strong religious feeling or belief. And I'm like that uh, depending on, no matter where your context is, that's something anybody can, they can assign themselves, I guess, on the, on the line of that left or right to have a strong feeling or belief about something. Right. And religion I think religion sometimes is it could be the way you live, it could be how you see the world, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a denominational thing. And then theology, you know, the study or nature of God and the religious beliefs, so those things two together. And so as I began to throw these things around in my mind, I was like, wow, do they like work together? Maybe they're not verses. I mean, we put it that way, we positioned it that way in the title, but um do you do you think or have you considered like maybe they're like um you know juxtaposed or does one necessitate the other like do you need religiosity to have your theology or is your theology defined by it or is the religiosity peppering the theology like what do you think about those things maybe in concert instead of against you know the way i i view that term
2: religiosity i usually think about it in in, in a negative fashion Um, And I think it actually comes out as a result or a lack of, of, of a theological process or due to a lack of thinking through one's religious okay. beliefs. You know, um, there's a book called After God by Mark C. Taylor. He's um, at Columbia University. And he does a, a beautiful piece in where he talks about, we have a rhythm when it comes to religious beliefs or in, in our religion. Um, and there's infinite and a finite side of okay. our stuff, right? We're really talking about in theology or in our religious beliefs mm-hmm. of an infinite being on infinite purpose right um but we need finite terms or finite Mm -hmm. systems in order to express it in some way that is actually theology right theology are doctrines um uh, thought out statements of belief that are expressed in a certain way or put in certain categories so that we're able to Have conversation, right? Um, You know, so like in my class on theology, I say we are entering into a two thousand year old conversation that has not been there. there There's no winner here, (laughs) right? Because it's a continuous conversation we're having, right? Right. Um, But religiosity is the outcome of choosing one side. It's actually a lack of rhythm it's a stagnation of Mm. these images that we have. We're saying, this is it and that's that. So so then what happens with that religiosity, that when we, we, we try to make concrete or make really real that this is it, um, then problems arise because uh, we're no longer able to have conversation. So, and this is not being religious. This is being this isn't in, in the mode of religiosity, right? It's an outcome. I, I would say religion is actually very okay. different okay. from from that. And I and I would say that's the third word that I want to introduce: okay. religion or or the religious.
1: Religious, like when you say religion or religious. Religion, I always and I don't know if this is correct, but I thought of like it's the the function of belief, like it's how you enact whatever it is you believe. And religious is is more of that, like maybe the, the adverb of it. And then religiosity is just the thoughts. But what you said I love is because it's it has to be grounded in something. Like we have all these thoughts, but what is it grounded in? Like you, you can have your thoughts, you can have your feelings. It can be very strong, but if it's not grounded in anything, then what makes it? I don't want to say real, but but what but what are the roots of it? Like where where does it live? And th- and that's where theology comes in. So. We all have a bit of religiosity, but from what I'm getting from you, it has to be grounded in some type of study or history or or what makes something a thing is when a bunch of people agree on it. Like because of uh, proven over time examples, and this is where the theology or theologies come in that sort of define or give give meat or weight to your religiosity.
2: I think we're religious. I definitely think we're religious, um, and what do I mean by mm-hmm. religious? I think we we, we follow patterns. <laughs> you know, um, Alfred North Whitehead in his religion in the making yeah. says, um, we use arithmetic, but we are religious. And what he was really trying to say there is there are certain tools that we use to that are necessity that are of necessity in life. We use math because it helps us, you know. Make sure we're giving the right amount of money mm-hmm. in, in the supermarket or you know doing our taxes or working our budget or working in quantum mechanics and doing the, the large mathematical equations right. we use that as a tool because it's absolutely necessary Yeah. but to be religious you are religious it's something that is that is it's part mm-hmm. of who you are um and is actually a development of your character and and um, mm. and so I think instead of me saying we have a bit of religiosity within us, maybe we do. Maybe we want to hold on to those values that we that we seem as that are important. But but where I see the difference is, I think to be religious is to have these practices that we hold on to, um, and to have and to hold on to our beliefs. I think we have beliefs and values. The religiosity mm. piece is saying. I'm really right. not into having a conversation with you um, unless you share the same values that I do, and I think that is um, is okay. where the mark difference is. Mm. It's 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 the it's our non desire to have relationship or to relate. So when I talk about rhythms, when I talk about processes, those are relationships that we have, right? I have a thought or idea within within myself and I express it in words, right? Theological doctrinal statements. Um, And then I have a conversation with the world around me, whether it be other theological scholars, my theological colleagues, Mm. students, um, and then my values and my thoughts are shaped i might have to articulate something a little bit clearer right or maybe oh that's not what i meant to say let me change it around now that is where the religious and the theological movements you know come come in and we and we see that but when i refuse to do that i think that's when religiosity comes in we we do something called reification we say that. What I think is what I think, and that is that. And so there's a failure mm. to continue to communicate or to relate or to have relationship with that which is outside of myself. And I, and I think mm. that's where danger can reside.
1: I can see that. I, it's sort of like what I was thinking, Like one of the questions I was thinking about with this religiosity and this theology it's. Some some of us, because what you're saying, what I'm gathering, getting, and I'm not even I'm not disagreeing, is that religiosity is the abandonment, I guess, of conversation and other other ideas. I've decided what I believe in that. And that's it. And there's no room for anything else. But what I believe, unless you choose to believe this, too. And it's that question of like faith. Right. Is, is my faith and my my faith more comforting? And I say faith when faith in a sense of what I believe, then, or does my, my, can my faith not uh, uphold a little interrogation or information or exchange? So religiosity being, you know, the end of like like religion or this embodied experience you're talking about. And it's just now this is the end for me. And there's no more conversation because my faith can't withstand um, anything else. Yeah. What I've decided in my mind. So it's and so when I think about the world and, you know, all just and just any diversity. Right. Let's just just use that as a really. Big simple word, anything that is like divergent from what you believe, it just becomes a threat, and then you just dig in and but you know innovation or creation comes from the mixing of ideas, people mixing but and with religiosity there can be no mixing so then you're just in this room you're just in this box with people who believe all the things you say are in a box but the box is in a whole world and and so these things never get to come together because you your your identity is tied up into this this very narrow kind of idea and and therefore you never grow nothing can ever happen and everything is a threat and i and i find like that's that's what we face when we think about religion religiosity theology like theology you know there's this whole movement anti-intellectual movement i think they call it because people are afraid of something that can challenge what is that's, in their that's a great
2: piece and and as you're talking i like there's so many parts going in my head i i do want to Go with the flow of something that you that you mentioned. Um, you mentioned something. Religiosity is not uh, the the uh, the the idea that I had an experience because um the, and, you know to do any type of theology or or religious component needs experience, right? we need experience experience is not the issue here um and I, and i want to make that clear uh you know we we look in biblical scripture when we see paul um you know having an encounter with, with Jesus the Christ in scripture and we consider that an event and we explore that event and explore what that means um we in mm-hmm. in our own lives have experiences aha moments that floor us and 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 that shift our way of thinking um I call them crises events sometimes you know so, so the the issue of of the experience and changing that—that's not the issue in religiosity. I think the religiosity, and you mentioned it, is the lack of thinking about our beliefs. Um, and we say that hmm. this is what I think, and that is that. Um, is is where I say where religiosity kind of flows in. Now, let me, let me explain why there's a, there's an okay. author by the name of Schleiermacher a liberal in, in the liberal theology. He was one of the fathers of that, of that frame of that space. And he said, when I had a crisis of belief, the only thing that held me together was my religion. What did he mean by that? What held me together were the practices of my religious tradition. And in the midst of the practices of my religious tradition, I was able to reflect on my beliefs. I was able to reflect on my faith, what I believe in, to reflect, to contemplate, to think about our theological components. If we don't have the time to do that part, then we're not really doing religion properly. And then we enter into what I would say is religiosity. I take it at its face value and and, and that's it. Mm. Um, you know, it could probably almost fall under superstition, right? Not a thought-out <laughs> peace. right? A black cat was over me. Oh right. my gosh, I'm bad <laughs> luck. <laughs>
1: I'm not gonna let the black cat cross my path and I'm not gonna test it. I'm just gonna accept this thing that I haven't really considered or thought about. And that's a very it's like a that's a very interesting point, but a simple thing that I think a lot of us just ignore. We don't we don't think, we don't reflect, and we don't consider or test even, I guess, by by this thinking, our own thinking and, and debating. These things that we can that we can that we take in that are, that's our religion. You know, we, we adopt things or things are given to us. But like, what does that actually mean to you? Like, and what and how do you see this play out? And then when you study or theologies or you you engage, you know, text or scripture or just conversation, what, how does this either dance with dance with what I believe or? Or it's not ideal dance partners at all, and and what is what does that mean? If, if anything, right? Like questions are good; they don't necessarily have to mean something changed, but something else was invited in, which I think deepens us. Well, I very much so, right. you know,
2: And and you know, you mentioned something about wow. identity. Um, you know who mm-hmm. I am. Who am I? And this is what shapes me. Uh, you can't say that something shapes you unless you've thought out what that shaping is you know um once again uh, if I can use that the example I, I used before Paul's experience um, afterwards he stood by himself for some time contemplating and thinking about the experience he had that's that's theological. That's theology in the sense of of, of I'm reflecting on the event that happened. This this, this critical, liminal point that shifted me from a persecutor of Christians to now someone who who is willing to risk his own life because of his encounter and experience with the divine or with Christ. so that right. time, yeah, it's a time of reflection. That's it's a time true. of theological introspection, <laughs> if if I can say that, because he encountered the divine, and that's what theology is. Isn't isn't theology discussion or talk about God and our religious beliefs, our experience of the divine in some way, in some fashion, and and so. Yeah. Paul's identity is shaped by his experience, but it's not an experience that's not thought out mm. but it has been thought out to to miss any of those components um to miss the, that that the, the thinking of it is is where I, where I, where I come in where I think that um it can easily become religiosity, because and here's and here's a piece, because then anyone else can come in and provide meaning for me.
1: And sometimes I think because we all have things that we are very nested in that we believe, but we have experiences and some of us have this experience. And we, like you said, think about it, reflect and what does this mean? And I just encounter God in this way or this great experiment of life, you know, depending on whatever your faith, um compasses and it it changes you or it develops you and then some of us have these experiences and we we write them off because again to go back to what I I really believe sometimes our identity is so tied into this story that we we have that nothing else can come in or it's it can be shattering I guess for some people and I Paul I mean I, I'm he probably was shattered to some degree to become a whole nother person but put back together as something, Better and and renewed because he was willing to like well what wait what happened what because this goes in conflict what I've been doing you know my whole life and was really good at it apparently you know and now I'm about to do the opposite. And I'm on the I'm on the other end. The people that were my friends now, they are hunting me down. So it's just like, wow, that's that was that's like a, a beautiful example of this is your theology or you're engaging with God or dancing yeah. with God. Um, and, and, and really what, what
2: what happens with that, I, I kind of want to go back to this to this to this piece where if we're not thinking about our faith, um, we can be easily swayed if we just take the, these these values without thinking about them and looking at the other concerns and how it flows with it, right? Uh, I want to take the idea of Mark Taylor's rhythms or Whiteheads right. and Roland Farber's and Catherine Keller's notions of process, if we don't see that and see how they have relationships with these other pieces, um, we enter into a really um, difficult space because we're we haven't haven't thought it out. We don't see their relations, and then we don't really connect with the world. Oh. Um, and then and then these other questions. Hmm. Well, then how do we handle or deal with social justice? Because social justice, you need to be able to see. Right. To know that something is wrong, that it goes against certain principles and parameters or thought out processes. Those that's not mm-hmm. something that's um there immediate. They're haunting. Within us, right? right. Um, you know, uh, Derrida right. um, talks about this idea of hauntings, how justice haunts us. But that's internal; it's not, mm. it's not like a ghost outside making us scared physically. Mm. And then I'm going to do it. That's where I see religiosity falling into. As long as right. I have a religiosity, <laughs> I'm I'm moved and swayed by whatever's happening on the outside. But re- but to be religious, right? To enter into a theological um, discussion and, and the theological thinking is an internal process. It's where spirit your, your spirituality develops. Mm-hmm. The, the space where where, where, where you develop uh, or, or, or have an encounter with the divine. So, so you know, mm. and that and I think that part is what forms your identity. Outer experience, inner introspection, yeah. with expression, right? Because it's a it's this back and forth movement it develops our identity. Right. Uh, and then if I could mm. say one more thing to this, you know, white defines religion. It's in his oh, book, yeah. Religion in the Making. I, I use it for my introdu- introduction to theology course. But but he does t- he defines religion in two ways. He says religion is what you do with your solitariness. And then he does the other side. He goes religion is the mm. community as well. So what? But what he wants to say okay. is we think that religion is that we need to conform. To the outside world, he goes no. But it's really what, what we do with the inside, the inside work that is of vast importance. Because when someone asks you what you believe, right. and someone asks it with what you do, that has, that requires thought. That requires something that breaks out right. of. The norm of what we hear. Well, you know, you say, Well, let me just recite the creed. I believe in God the Father, Mm -hmm. Almighty, maker of heaven, maker of earth, and with Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, and I believe in the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? (laughs) That that can catch you off guard if you're not ready, right? Right. Have you thought that means? Have you thought? Yeah, those words, what they mean? Those words? What what does that imply? Um, So, so we can be caught very easily um, and maneuvered to go mm. something that we're against if we're not careful. And so then I, I believe that's where the religiosity is. If we say, no, where? this is what I believe in, that's that I've closed off any way or any idea of conversation, any mm. way of relationship with the other to talk. Um. And and I think that's where where the religiosity is. And then to be religious or to think theologically requires both my own introspective thinking on what that subject is. What does it mean to say that God is creator? And then at the second time to engage in a process of of what else, what have others said? How does that affect me? Do I agree with that or not? Why so? Um, so that we get to the, this, you know, the, the common verse that we hear, iron sharpens iron. <laughs> and it's a double and, it, and it's both ways. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think that's where I, I see the difference differences lying with religiosity, theology and religion. I think religiosity ends up being an end result because of a lack of theological, a lack of being religious. Right. Because it's not even being religious anymore. It's the end of something. No, it's the end. Because I've decided to stay on one side yeah. of things. Yeah. Instead of engaging on, in, you know, right. inward, outward expression, um, me as a subject, the world um, as an object, and then the world as subject and me as an object. You know, it has all these forms and back and forth movements, and that we need mm. to think about. And so, I think that. Um, that's where I, I I like to make a distinction, um, and we need to be careful with religiosity. I think we need to be careful when we say um, this is my claim hmm. and nothing more. I think we could say that if we're saying you know I have a I have a deep um, I have these values that are really important to me, but I could still have reputation and and you know I may even right. deepen what those values mean. That's that's good theological thinking. I'm not telling you to, to give up yeah. your values. I'm not telling you to give up your convictions. I'm telling you to think about it with no. Me. You know, it's it's sort of like that um uh, you know, right. Jesus walking with you or the walking with. You know? Um, and so that's that that's right. how I think about um like theology and religiosity, or theology, religion, and religiosity. Um that I think religion, mm. its practices and what it teaches us could lead us either way to theological thinking or religiosity if we're not careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, yeah, because we do need experience and religion is that experience, right? I do need to be together with a community yeah I made to to go you know to recite right. verses together um we need community to to get the hymnal and right. sing some of these 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 songs that move us that move me you know come on yes. <laughs> um, so we need that yeah. however, <laughs> if that's where it stops that that can move into religiosity. Right, we, we need to, do what Whitehead talks about The other side, religion right. is solitariness What we do with our Solitariness is important So I will note One more thing Dietrich says wow. the same thing He goes, be careful if you are too solitary You need to be in community And he goes, be careful if you're too much in community Because then you need to have some solitariness You need to have some alone time With, with the divine to think so th- this just challenge right. for us to be to be inward and outward, to, to be constantly moving is of vast importance. And if we're not doing that, we are in danger of being mm-hmm. um manipulated.
1: So you have to do the dance, but the dance is on the bridge, but you have to make sure you have your time to yourself and also you need community, but you don't want to, have this religiosity where things just sort of stop. And then you can also be like, I don't, I'm going in a dangerous place here, but there's that scripture. If your faith can, if you can be moved by anything, then your faith is not strong or your belief or something like that. And in this sort of like space where there's nothing else can come in or either anything can push you anywhere. You risk that like there what is your faith grounded in, what is your theology, what is that time that you had to yourself? what did that experience lend itself to, or so there's that bridge, and we're all walking that bridge, but you have to keep moving yeah. right not just
2: stop i think I think you hit on Get something if i if I were to use another metaphor or analogy to if beliefs are what are the outward expressions, um, then the the theological component and the practice of religion are the rootedness, how deep our roots go. And as you know, roots go down and wide, actually mingle in with other roots and other systems. So if when they're talking about your, if your faith can be moved back and forth, that means your rootedness is not, how you haven't done a good enough work there. Um, mm. And that work requires right. both right. Um, experiences in the outward community, but also reflection, contemplation, mm. theological thinking right. inwardly, so that the roots are grounded. Now, here's the other interesting mm-hmm. thing: if we were to say, "Well, what is this outcome?" Well, you know, fruit. You know, if you just take just take anything for example, take anything you want. You want a beautiful flower? It, 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 it expresses itself more. Right when it's well grounded and finds what it needs the nutrients it needs to be what it needs to be so you know if I can hold on to that analogy if we didn't have that groundedness if we're religious religiosity this is what it is it lacks roots because you haven't thought it out it could be ripped off it could be destroyed at any moment and then they're going to ask you well where's your faith well You don't have faith. You only have the words. You only have the belief. Um, Or you have ideas that haven't come to fruition. I (laughs) have ideas. I have ideas.
1: My roots are above the ground. Mm -hmm. They're not in, out, and wide. Wow. Dr. Reyes, I feel (laughs) like this is the perfect... Summation. (laughs) If you have any, (laughs) I mean, I this I I like I said I came in with this title or we came up with this title, um, and I I when I was preparing for this I thought maybe this is not verses maybe this is together but maybe it is verses or maybe you need one I'm thinking you need this you start this religiosity sort of starting point. But it needs to go. It needs to go further, like a a starting point going towards building what is your theology, building your roots that go down and out because you want to go out. But you can also be down and deep and you can be inside as well. Shaping, shaping these things that define us, these God, faith, belief. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. I think there was um, any final one thoughts?
2: piece that you were, were asking, um, but it wasn't mentioned. Can we know God? Um, and if so, how? I think when we do the theological reflection, like theological thinking, mm-hmm. um, it is kind of like knowledge, you know? Uh, but that knowledge is based off of our experiences and our events. Yeah. We also use scripture as a... Um, as a way of looking at our history and saying, you know, this is what happened with David. This is what happened with Jacob and there. And this is what happened with Agar. And this is what happened with Sarah and Ruth and taking these stories as experiences, as wisdom. Mm -hmm. We can know God to some degree. We can get hints of God. Um, God as merciful, God as just. God as desiring relationship with us. Um, God as willing to sacrifice. Right. Um, God as forgiving. And we can right. know God in those ways, but that comes out by, by, by reflection um, uh, by by you know this, this theological thinking, thinking with others. Um, it also becomes solidified in some way um, in a helpful way, when we also express the same things. Um and so that this idea that mm. yes, we can know God to a degree by by how much we study, but every time we do so, it's sort of like we go farther because you you fall into that that rabbit hole. <laughs> like Alice in Wonderland. Um yeah. Yeah, and, and then it it also challenges deeper deeper. our beliefs. And, and I think that's important yeah. nowadays that we need to have our beliefs challenged um, because maybe we've gotten too comfortable in what they are. Um, mm. You know? And so, and mm-hmm. so I, I think if I could say anything else, I I say, if I were to, to, to put it end in synopsis and, and it's just reiterating what you said, um, re- religiosity is dangerous because it's the end result of what we've stopped doing, which is the continuous um, uh, the continuous walking with God.
1: Yeah, walking, dancing. Yeah, and, you know, like,
2: like, and you, when That's you talk special. about dancing, the the theological term is perichoresis. right? Of the of God, the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit, that they are always dancing around one another. Yes. They never fail to move, but they move in unison. They go ever deeper. They go ever more outward and inward. And so this perichoretic dance, this dance that intertwines and intermingles is beautiful. It's complex. It's difficult, but it's Mm. worth it. Um, If I would say that Mm. Trinitarian doctrine that we, that as Christians that's held on to, um, it's beautiful. Um, And it calls us to enter into the dance. So, um, and so, with that, I say, mm-hmm. we want to be able to do that if we're if we don't um, then we we fear that we become stagnant um if in the scriptures we become like mm-hmm. warm water. who wants warm water? We want rushing mm-hmm. flows of water <laughs> no, no right. way isn't that what we want that that with, with <laughs> freshes <laughs> um, yes. And, and I think so with that, yes. you know, we need to be careful um, and really ask ourselves that question. Uh, yeah. Have I really thought about my beliefs and my traditions? Yeah. What are their results? What are their outcome? What am I implying when I hold on? Mm. And is it the right thing? Yeah, All what right. you're holding on to? What am I holding on to? I remember one to we talk about that as an embedded theology. Right. Um, that's something that's kind of held within us. Um, yeah. I can continue talking. So I, I <laughs> you know, I, you, I, I teach three hour classes, so I can continue this for, for quite juicy. some time.
1: <laughs> oh, this is so good. but oh, this is so good. Uh, no i i think i i think i think this is good i think this is good and i think you leave us with a a question or a challenge to just not um not let us let not let us stop or end in our our religiosity right i dare i say we we might have a religiosity in certain things in our life and but don't, don't stop the conversation. The conversation never stops. No, the longer it goes, and the more it deepens, and it should go along, it should go deep. And it particularly, we're talking about the infinite and the divine, There there is no end to that type of engagement, this outward one and inward one. That's 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 what I would say. That's what I've gotten from you today, Dr. Reyes. That's what I hope that we've gotten. Um, listeners of the New Theology Podcast, the podcast of New York Theological Seminary. My name is Santea Briggs. That was Dr. Raphael Reyes. And I'm thank gonna you. say thank you, Dr. Reyes. Thank you.
0: Hello, thank you for listening to Theology in a Wild podcast. This is the podcast of New York Theological Seminary. Just want to let you know you can look forward to our podcast every Friday of each month on First Fridays. So there is one more good thing to look forward to on First Fridays, the Theology in a Wild podcast. Just to let you know, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker. In the coming year. Our podcast will be twice a month. Cut, start over. In the coming year, 2021, the podcast will be twice a month. So you can look forward to that in the future. But right now, we welcome you to listen, experience, share, like, and subscribe in all the places that we are found. This is Theology in a Wild, the podcast of New York Theological Seminary. Thank you for listening.